0: Oh, Skip, I can't believe you did it. You finally wrote a play, and it's being staged here tonight.
1: I know, Meredith. This really is beyond my wildest dreams. Finally, I get to put my memories onto paper and see them performed. Harry, I'm so glad you're here. Yeah, I'm here. But where are the other guys? Well, they're right here, coming up the red carpet.
0: Those don't look like your friends to me, Skip.
1: Of course they do. The whole gang's here. I don't recognise any of these. I at least thought Grossberger would be here. Who?
2: Grossberger this huge guy that's seen eating a lot. Yo, you mean
1: Augustus Gloop. Augustus, come and say hello.
0: Guten tag. What about Jesus, the cowboy hat wearing soul of the group?
1: Well, we have Mike TV, he wears a cowboy hat. Howdy, mister. And where's Rora? Who? The black gay guy that likes to wear women's clothing. Harry, this is a children's story in the early 1970s. That's not acceptable yet. Who's that kid? Which one?
0: The, the one peering round the corner.
1: Oh, god damn it, I told him not to come. Charlie! Yeah, I see you, Charlie. You don't get any chocolate, Charlie! You broke the rules! Under th- section 37b of the contract signed by you, it states quite clearly that all offers shall become null and void if. And you can read it for yourself in this photostatic copy. I, the undersigned, shall forfeit all rights, privileges, and licenses herein and herein contained, etc., etc. Fax, Mendes, Incendium, Gloria, Calpum, etc., etc. Memo, Bis, Punita, Delicatum. It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. You stole fizzy lifting drinks. You bumped into the ceiling, which now has to be washed and sterilised, so you get nothing! You lose! Good day, sir! Man, I don't fucking believe you. Wait, what? I said, man, I don't... That's perfect!
0: (laughs) Who are these guys?
1: Fellas, please take this script edit to the actors backstage.
0: Oompa loompa, doopity doop! We've got another script change for you Now you say on page 22 Man, I don't fucking believe you
1: This week on I Like Movies we look at the 1980 Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor comedy Stir Crazy Kick it, Steve I Like Movies. Here we are, here we are, just right here, right now, us three. How are you all? Are you well? Welcome to I Like Movies. I'm Rich. I'll be hosting you through this episode. And joining me, as always, the beloved members of this show, we have over there Steve Pye.
0: Good evening.
1: And we have over there the beloved Andy McLean. Good evening, Internet. How oh, are you both? Are you all right? Good. Yeah. bad. Yeah. Bad. Bit nonchalant. Tired. 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 You both seem a bit tired. It is it's that time not, of the year not. where
2: there are many things going around in the world, isn't it? Many illnesses. Many oh, banks, illnesses. I was glad you specified. And we have all been poorly yes, one way or another. Yes, yeah, mm. indeed.
1: We were, I, I was the first to flake out last week because we were supposed to record and then... It all went a bit wrong. Yep. And I woke up mm. one morning and I couldn't open my eye because it was sealed together. <laughs> Zombification. With, with gunk. Oh, Were well uh, you a cyclops? I felt it. I felt like I was a cyclops. But then um, I got some eye drops and then I wasn't anymore. A terrifying oh. existence <laughs> with no depth perception. Yet. Yes, indeed. Um, I did drive. I didn't know if that was a good Jesus thing to do. Christ. That, oh, no, I, that, I, had, that, I had my eye open at that point, though. That's frowned upon. What?
0: To have your eyes open whilst driving.
1: Really? Yep. Oh, is that in the new bloody highway code? Yep. Did you have your open clockwork <coughs> orange style? <laughs> yeah, that's why, to get the drops in, that's how that I had to do it. Oh, yeah.
2: oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Marvellous. So,
1: yeah. Um, have you seen
2: any films lately? I saw a bang of a film on the weekend. The one I'm guessing maybe Steve's seen. I watched Prey, the new Predator film. Oh. 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 Yeah. Have you watched it, Steve? I've seen that film. Have you seen it, Red? Really? I have not, no. Fuck me, that is a damn fine piece of cinema.
0: Probably one of the best Predator films out there.
2: Probably the best Predator film out there. Probably the best Predator film. Quite comfortably on the limb. It is beautifully shot. It's got like a fantastically unique premise. Yep. And uh, the the main actress in it. It's good. uh, She was in Legion. I believe before was um, is fantastic, fucking good film. It's really really good. Are you are you aware of this film? I am very
1: aware of this film. I feel like I, I should watch it. I just you need should? to find a time to watch it when mm. when my wife isn't in the room because she wouldn't like it. No, not no. a big fan of Comanches. N- not more. Um, oh, I was it. Oh, oh, I was it. Oh, I thought it was Apaches. Oh, that's fine. As long mm. as it's um, as long <laughs> as it's the Comanches, it's fine. No, um, she's not a fan of the, any horror in any way, shape, or form.
2: Hmm. Would you consider Predator horror? Yeah,
1: she'd, she wouldn't, no, honestly, she wouldn't like it. Anything where, any any form of either horror, slight jumping, any kind of gore. There's a lot kind of gore of in there. Blugs. Would
2: she consider Terminator
1: horror? She would, probably wouldn't like Terminator. She wouldn't watch Terminator.
0: I'd, I'd say there's quite a lot of gore in this. Oh, there's a lot of gore in this. Yeah. It's very well done. It's, a,
1: it's an axe-heavy
2: Predator film. Hmm. Um but yeah no it's fantastic. Really good. Yeah. And all native american cast as well. Yes. Yeah. Um yep. and they are incredible. And really great cast. A lot of
0: practical effects oh,
2: which yes. is really
1: good. Really, oh, really good. not not uh, not CGI.
0: It's um fully practical predator as far as I'm aware. Yeah they and brought a real predator in Yeah.
1: That set, wow as far my as god. I can tell.
0: Yeah.
2: It does suffer weirdly from that thing that um sequels made 30 years after the original ones do which is like so th- this Predator is set 300 years before the first Predator. Right. Um, yet has way better tech than the Predator does in <laughs> yeah. the first one. Uh,
0: you say that, but his gun is different. His gun isn't as um, advanced as the one in the original. True, but um, he has like
2: weird hover drones in this one. He does,
0: uh, yeah. yeah. His, the
1: There's a couple of things. The camo system seems way better. Well,
0: yeah, almost identical, um, yeah.
1: Has anyone ever worked out what they're after? They're hunters,
0: yeah. So they hunters. come to Earth to hunt. They come right. to
2: Earth because it's like a rite of passage, isn't it, to hunt yeah. stuff on Earth? I'm uh, sure you I find see. that in one of the Alien versus Predators
3: films. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's that's the whole idea, mm-hmm. and that in canon, um, in the books and stuff like that, they actually create the aliens um, to hunt. So they create or. Or so maybe, they create, maybe they don't Maybe they cultivate.
2: De- defunct now by Prometheus. So, I think
0: right? so. Yeah, but yeah, in in all the books, basically they would take the aliens <laughs> down to a planet and well, that, they, and yeah, let that's, them. Host. That's the first AVP,
2: isn't it? Because they have the Pretty queen much. alien in mm. the pyramid under Antarctica, and it's there to yeah. crap out baby aliens so they can come and hunt them when yeah. it's like. Yeah. So it's almost like them, uh, them out. yeah, and it's almost like Predator Kensaniera. It's when the Predator's about ready to become a real woman. Yeah comes down to earth and hunts an alien. Yeah, and a, little a little lady. alien. Nice.
1: And is, did you go to when we were discussing years ago aren't now on a different um, show that we were doing together about like back on Klingon planet there must be a Klingon, you know, more mm. a Klingon is there the same with the predators, do you reckon? There has to is be a like babysitters and they have in, out? Yeah, there's gotta be <laughs> yeah.
2: certain functions of society that are true across like all yeah. species. Hmm. There's gotta be a predator chef. Yes. yes. Yeah. I'm a Predator sous chef at yeah. a five star Predator restaurant. He just puts his blades <laughs> out of his
0: fingers out of his hands and just starts cutting stuff up.
1: Yeah it's just so good with yeah. that making sushi <laughs> cool
2: that's cool. why well, yeah I want the film I want the Predator kitchen based film where you follow uh, can't. the canteen the, back on whatever the, the Ramsey's is. kitchen
1: nightmares of the Predator world <laughs> where they all just what's each, other off. each other just what's this rip because each a
2: sandwich do you <laughs> rip each other's spinal yeah. columns out
1: <laughs> Wow, cool! So I think Hmm. that's it. That's uh, all we've got time for this episode. Thank you very much for as we looked at uh, the prey, the latest film in the Predator series. Um, I um, had a message from my brother yesterday because he watched. um, I don't know if he's listened to the episode yet, but he watched Deep Rising. Oh, really enjoyed it. um, Good. Said it was extremely shit, but he loved every minute of it. He'd be right. Yep, and I asked him for his out of ten. Yep. And he gave it a six because he said seven would be too high but he didn't know if it would deserve a five. Um, so, yeah. Fair, Fair enough. And he's particularly liked the Famke Janssen character, how she was like a, a major international criminal <coughs> until all the men arrived on a ship and then she became olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she kind of falls into the background a little bit, doesn't <coughs> yeah. she? Well, she very much she very much does. So, uh, yeah, there we go. Um Anyway, uh, we are here to discuss the 1980 film Stir Crazy, which we all watched very recently. Um, It's it's one of my choices, and a film I very much liked, um, but I hadn't seen for a long, long time. Um, So so I was quite glad to watch it again. Um, Would you like me to give you the... The facts and figures, the vital Factus. statistics of stir-crazy. It was a film released in 1980. It stars Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor and is the second of four films that they did together. Uh, Silver Streak was in 1976, See No Evil, Hear No Evil in '89, and Another You in '91. I've seen See No Evil, Hear No Evil, and Another You, but I've never seen Silver Streak, which is a bit weird because it's the first one. <laughs> is that put them about- together. What well, Silver Streak? I honestly have no idea. Absolutely no idea. Hmm. Um, Never seen. I don't think I've seen any of. I've not seen
2: See No Even Here, No all. but I have heard remarkably good things about it. Yeah. It
1: is good, but um, mm-hmm. I, I. Yeah, no, it is, it is a good film. But I don't know. I, I think that's number one of those I've got to watch again. Because I remember seeing it years ago. Some, Ooh, the, just picking up, yeah, yeah the, picking uh, up a bit of the local colour on the microphone. It was directed by the legendary Sidney Poitier, um, who directed. What is this? Was one of the nine films he directed? Um, his last film being Ghost Dad in 1990 with Bill Cosby. <laughs> Going out on a high. Yeah, absolutely. Did you just turn me up then? It just sounded much. No he turned, oh, you turned he he muted you off. himself off oh, so he could suddenly I can hear myself yeah it seems great um <laughs> sorry drinking tea No it's fine you crack on um it was I noticed uh, when the credits came up it said it was produced by Hannah Weinstein and I was like "Hmm, who is Hannah Weinstein nothing to do with no nothing to do with that other Weinstein nope Um, and in fact uh, she produced um, only a few films but she did some TV stuff um, but she had like a career before this um, in in just various other things but she actually um, set up a production company and the reason like Sidney Poitier is directing is because she set up a production company um, with uh, to get like black artists being working in films and producing and directing Hmm. films um, so uh, so that was Hannah Weinstein uh, it was written by Bruce J Friedman who also co-wrote Splash as well as uh, he wrote several novels and several plays uh, and it was released on the 12th of December 1980 with a budget of 10 million dollars did you want to have a guess at how much this made I could find out how much it made at the US box office with um, budget of ten million dollars, um, how 50? much did it make yeah, would, at the US I
0: almost office? was going to say that sixty, I reckon.
1: Sixty, fifty. It made one hundred and one million dollars. <laughs> Damn, that's and a good return. The third highest grossing film of nineteen eighty, behind Nine to Five and Empire Strikes Back. Wow. Um, Wait, does that mean Nine to Five made more money than Empire Strikes Back? Or was no, that just no, the no, order you read them. In? No, uh, behind. I was. I was saying that was. Stir Crazy was third, right. Nine to Five was second, right. Okay, that makes way more Empire Strikes Back behind. So it was behind Nine to Five, but then imagine if Empire Strikes Back wasn't
3: the highest
2: gross film of any year it was released at.
1: Yeah, it was pipped by a Dolly Parton classic. Do 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 do. I've never seen it. No, I've never seen any Dolly Parton films. I haven't either. Which I didn't just really there were Dolly Parton mm. Yeah, well, there's 9 to 5. Mm. Uh, Littlest Whorehouse in Texas. Um, there's... Uh, I feel like there's a more recent one where it's like a Christmassy one and she plays a Christmas angel. I think you're which right. Which I'm surprised I haven't seen. It's fairly new, like isn't it? Right up my street. <laughs> <laughs> Dolly Parton, Christmas, Christmas Angel. Yeah, there we go. There you go. Everything I believe in. Angels, Dolly Parton, Christmas it's just they, it's just all there. it's all together in one film one neat little package for you sounds yeah. like
0: a Netflix
1: film it's something like that I will, we'll look it up and we can uh, I, I'll, I'll let you know what it's called Dolly Parton and
2: Oprah Save Christmas
1: oh you can you imagine <laughs> <laughs> it's some kind of like film with Louise-esque film and <laughs> they, they still drive off the cliff at the end yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, if, maybe, if maybe they. If have someone to... drives
0: them off the cliff at the end <laughs> here's a
1: here's a uh, here's a, here's a uh, idea for a film, I'm just going to chuck this out there then. Dolly Parton and Oprah Winfrey save Christmas, but to do it, they have to, like, break into a vault to get some secrets from a villain or something, because obviously, you know, it's one of those films where breaking into a bank is a good thing. So, like, okay. Oceans 2? Yes. Um, so, the, But they're doing it because the people who've got stuff in the oh, vault Oh, it's Tower is, Heist. Uh, evil. Yeah, Tower Heist, and hmm. um, Inside... Man is he inside man?
0: Yeah, with mm.
1: Clive Owen and yeah. Jordan you know what? Foster? I've seen
0: that film three times and I've never seen the ending.
1: What inside man? <laughs> yeah. Tell you, I'll, I'll give you a I'll, I'll spoil it for you. It was an inside man.
0: <laughs> no shit. That, that I think helped. I might have seen it once. twice. you ever the way find through? out
2: which man they were inside? Because I've not seen any. John no. Malkovich. No. Oh really? Yeah. It, was a, it was a low key sequel to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, John yeah Malkovich just Didn't it. realize. <laughs> I uh, if you wanted to make a lot of money real quick on a film. Yeah, surely there would be nothing that would get bums in seats like a film where you cast Bill Cosby, uh, Army Hammer. Who else has been cancelled? Um, um, Mel Gibson, oh, Justin
1: Timberlake. I think he's been cancelled recently. Has Is he? Yeah, get get JT in there then, because I think of his his the way he treated Britney Spears, oh. and, and also there another clip um, was revealed on him at, on the stage of, like the Brit Awards or something with Kylie Minogue, and which she was basically saying to him, "Stop touching my ass." Oh. And he was like, well, I can touch it if I want. Do we need to say allegedly? Well, you can say allegedly, but it's on film. Um, You get all of those cast in a film, and you basically remake Armageddon. (laughs) Just intimidate going, I really don't belong here.
2: (laughs) You you remake Armageddon, but instead of them saving the day by blowing up the asteroid, they just spank into the asteroid and all die. Yeah. Yeah, People would turn up and fill seats to watch that, right? Yeah. Watch Kevin Spacey get smashed to death between two asteroids. Yeah. Spacey? Yeah, hey, forgot Spacey. Yeah, Spacey.
0: Um, Spacey would be the captain. Yeah. I don't want to... They should actually Star- do it, though. Spacey yeah. going to space? <laughs> they should actually do it, though. Yeah. Just literally... Oh, I actually launch them into... Launch too. them into
1: obviously an asteroid. I was thinking it would only get people watching it if it was a true...
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: just launch them into an asteroid. Oh, yeah. like, not a feature film, then. Just make a reality TV show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We've well, gathered five of the most hated celebrities on the planet Earth and <laughs> are going
1: to fire them each future asteroids <laughs> <laughs> they have the technology nowadays i going to take your space <laughs> off um, so yeah was there, I don't know if there's any other there, there's got to be plenty oh, there's, there's,
2: there's probably points. loads they were just the first ones that came to mind
0: yeah
1: um, yeah Many, Weinstein
0: many. put Weinstein in there, he can direct can Produce it. <laughs> he
1: can, he it. can announce that they're all like it's, it's Weinstein.
2: Weinstein. Let, Let's be clear. Weinstein is fantastic though. Although wouldn't he be Weinstein's monster? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, he is the monster. Yeah, yeah No, hang on. No, so he's the creator. He wouldn't, be, creator. He wouldn't yeah. be
2: Professor Weinstein, he'd be Weinstein's monster. No uh
0: no.
1: So, yeah <laughs> <laughs> How's this working out? Cool. Right. Um, mm. Anything else we want to add before? What, what we were the taglines for it? Do you oh, know, know what the taglines are?
2: are? Prisons never been so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Watch two men in chicken suits get themselves. Woodpeckers. i tag- oh, sorry, woodpecker suits get Quite themselves. Quite clearly, a of they're trouble.
1: woodpeckers. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Talk amongst yourselves, and I will find the taglines for you.
0: Um, what would you call it? What tagline would you have? It's handy.
2: The hilarious misadventures from the marijuana-soaked salad. Yeah, And I would put way more emphasis on that first scene where they get all those rich people high eating yeah. salad yeah. and then spin the film off from there.
0: OK, <laughs> I get that, yeah. Um, I would say woodpeckers were never this fun... No, you've never seen a funnier pecker. That,
1: yeah. yeah, good, yeah. yeah. I right, like right. the pecker line. Yep. Uh, where do I find these taglines? There we go. Oh, oh! You're not too far off. No? Um. So... Where are we going? Uh, so I've got three taglines I can find. Uh, two jailbirds who just want out of the cage. Kay. Okay. Gene Wilder and Richard... God, this one's a long one. This, this can't be a tagline. <laughs> Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor dress up as woodpeckers and get framed for robbing a bank, and when they discover <laughs> that prison life is, is for the birds, they go stir-crazy. That's, kind of
0: That's a really cool one, yeah. That's,
1: yeah, a bit of a mouthful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it sounds uh,
2: more like the elevator pitch. Than yeah, the, yeah, 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 uh, indeed. The tagline.
1: But this one, it? only these two pigeons could dress up as woodpeckers. Huh. I don't know why they're pigeons. No. Hmm. Uh, why, why are you a pigeon? Why, why are you a pigeon? Are they, are they saying they're they're stupid? They're foolish, like the pigeons. Maybe notoriously a very foolish, <laughs> bird.
2: foolish
0: rat birds.
1: I th- I, let's let's stick with two jailbirds who just want to get out of the cage.
0: Sure, I like the middle yeah. one myself.
1: That's that was again. Putting oh, way
0: I like the long one. Way oh, you too
2: much emphasis on one single scene from the film. Yeah, like yes, I would have with, Like I would have with the salad sequence. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> the amount of time they're in bird costume or reference being in bird costume mm. is ultimately very small. Yes,
0: it's like grand five of minutes of the film, if that. Yeah, yeah,
1: very much so.
0: There's a lot more horse riding than I anticipated in this film, than yeah. anything else. Yes,
2: yeah, yeah. There's also a lot more glossing over serial killing as well. <laughs> yeah. So what, what if we made the, the guy we initially described as the worst serial killer on the eastern coast of America for the last 40 years and made him... You know,
1: like the lovable fat dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All those points and many more we will be discussing in much more depth in a few moments' time. Right? Anything more you want to add, or and then we'll go to maybe go for a quick break, and then we will be after this delving deeply into the world of nineteen eighties Sydney Poitier classic Stir crazy. Right? Join us in a moment, uh, Steve. Play us. Play us out. Are you a fan of James Bond and wish you could listen to a couple of blokes talk about the world's greatest secret agent? Well now you can when you join Rich and Ash for Review to a Kill, where we discuss the films, history and current news from the world of 007. So if you love all things Bond, then search for Review to a Kill from wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, welcome back. Uh, Just a little update from something we were discussing earlier on, and I know that you were very desperate to find out. There's many a Dolly Parton Christmas film, uh, starting with Dollywood's A Christmas Carol, where she plays a ghost of Christmas past in 2013. But also in 2013 was A Country Christmas Story, where she played a Dolly Parton. Uh, And then also there's Dolly Parton's Christmas of Many Colours, Circle of Love, in which she plays the Painted Lady... Which sounds like maybe maybe it's a bit yeah. inappropriate these days uh if she's playing that. Tell character. me
2: Dolly didn't do blackface. <laughs> uh
1: then there's also her playing Dolly Parton in the film Christmas at Dollywood. But then the one that I think I I think I'm talking about, but yes, this is definitely it. Uh is called Christmas on the Square where she plays Angel. Angel. So it's just, Christmas just Angel. Angel Dolly Parton. Can
2: you can you uh, click into the very first one you said, uh, Christmas Carol, where she plays Ghost of Christmas Past. Did you yeah. find out who played the other ghosts and who played Scrooge in that? Because <laughs> if you if you have Dolly Parton playing the Ghost of Christmas Past, who yeah. did it for what a third? I guess Oh less than that, less than a third. Uh. Like
1: who else have you got playing the other ghosts? Is it like Marlon Brando and well, this is a bit Ghost weird, of right? James Dean. <clears throat> <D. throat> so this is a bit weird. There's only four people named. Oh, right. That's so
0: they they've changed it so she's the ghost of Christmas past, but she's in it all the way through. So yeah. there's only one ghost.
1: Yeah. Um there's Jacob Marley is played by Nathan Forshee. Uh Aaron Hunt plays Scrooge and Ryan Roats plays the Ghost of Christmas Past. Now I I'm watching the, I'm looking at this at, on IMDb. So and I, I have t- to tell you that there's uh, two ghosts of Christmas past though. Sorry, uh, Ryan Roots plays the Ghost of Christmas present. Right. Okay. Um so there is no Ghost of Christmas yet to come.
2: Save something for the sequel. I
1: guess. Yeah, indeed. Um, and I'm reading this on IMDb. And if you're familiar with IMDb, as you probably are if you're listening to a movie podcast, um, there, there's probably quite a big clue about this film because of those four people that are in it, she is the only one with a picture. I was about to say, <laughs> they don't have
0: pictures. Exactly.
1: No, yeah. all, all, four, all the other three do not have pictures. Um, and in fact, by the looks of it, that's the only thing that they've all been in. what's the
2: odds that in a film like that the only one you get a picture of was the ghost
1: I know right (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) how strange Hmm. how very very how very very odd right okay well that's our so we've discussed Prey we've discussed the Christmas films of Dolly Parton maybe we should get on to Stir Crazy as this is why we are here Um, so as I said Stir Crazy is a 1980 film uh, Gene Wild a Richard Pryor film uh, and we are now delving deep into the world of the film. Discussing it all the way through. From start to finish. Go.
2: Very first thing. Synopsis. Is
1: anyone
0: synops- Oh yeah.
2: Someone synopsis this.
0: Uh, okay. So. Um, two friends. Uh, get into a bit of bother. They decide to move across the country. To try something new. Um, they get framed for a crime they didn't commit. Um, and get sent to prison um, where they promptly decide to hatch an escape plan and escape prison um, pretty much it yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's, <laughs> it, that's it <laughs> well, they,
2: they don't even hatch an escape plan do they they kind of piggyback it, onto another yeah, new D, escape yeah, yeah. plan
0: yeah it just kind of happens mm. yeah. yeah, and they escape and then they get Found not guilty yet. I have the perfect end.
2: escape plan. I'm just missing the one piece. I need someone that's a world class <coughs> rodeo rider. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Oh, what's that new fish? Your world class rodeo rider, Welcome which doesn't get plan.
0: mentioned until that. Uh, it, it, uh, it's just. Uh, it's weird.
1: Anyway, right? Okay, on. cool. Right. So, um, sorry, sorry you you you're about to you jump in there? Would you like to open your can? You were trying to yeah, be very sorry. quiet. Opening your can. Oh. You need um, You need. You need to be refreshed during this.
2: Uh, You will not hear the sound of a can opening audience because we're going to be quiet while I open this and I will cut it in with another amusing sound effect.
3: Oh, Andy.
2: That was amusing. Very first note I made about this film was in the opening credits I came to learn that a very young Jonathan Banks is in this film.
1: Yes, playing, Um, uh, I wrote it down, playing Jack Graham, I believe. Yeah, Jack Graham, mm. Mike from... um, Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad
2: and Better Call Saul. Yes. Uh, uh, and, and also Community, weirdly. Uh, carrying on a conversation we were having off. And he's also
1: yes. in the film Gremlins. <laughs> this is true. Is he? <laughs> yeah. Yes. He's one of the... You know the two police? Of course. He's, he's the younger police. Yeah. Don't get too close to him. i bite your finger <laughs> off. <laughs> what was what was his character called? <clears throat> in this? John, uh, Jack Graham. Jack he Graham. He plays the... Um, the other guy who's the rodeo rider. Producer. I feel you, yeah. could t-
2: you could cut his character out of every single scene and it would not make the blindest bit of difference to this <laughs> yeah, film. Oh no, Does he have any agency in this film whatsoever? The only thing I remember him doing is he puts the lock on the outside of the gate, which is almost immediately remedied by applying a fat serial killer to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, but also he's like he's he's like uh, the the guy in the prison that you go to but you don't mess with. Um, he's the one that's got everyone. You know, everyone's in their his pocket. He's, he's king of the. Turn, yeah, but it should be that. But normally, with those kind of things, surely even like the prison guards and stuff are scared of him and things. Or well, um, well at least they're on his pay. Yeah, indeed. But in this one, he seems to be in the the prison guards' pay rate. He seems to be like answering to them. He's very chummy
2: yeah. with Dick Guard, isn't he? Yes.
1: Um. Well, what's his name? That oh, yeah. uh, that guy. Officer Dickhead. Yeah. Oh, oh no! What's that guy's name? Oh shit. Um, so his name or shit? No, it's um, oh bloody hell! It's the guy. He's um, he's been in all sorts he's in stuff of stuff. He's in, uh, in Blades of Glory, and he's the voice of Mr. Incredible in The Incredibles. And um,
0: oh, of course he is. Um,
1: um, yeah, oh, I've got to look him up in a minute. Oh, um, my phone's not working. Um, there's also a um, another actor in this I noticed who is in Better Call Saul. A um, uh, guy called Barry Corbin who plays like the main the chief warden. Oh right, he is apparently he's in about three or four episodes mm-hmm. of Better Call Saul as a he plays Everett Acker. I don't know. Wow. Um, okay. So because he's Barry Corbin, so he's the main wa- you know the main warden guy, yeah, yeah. the one that wants him but to the fat sweaty one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So he's still alive today. Okay. And he's he's only eighty one, because in that when that's, which means when they were making that film he was forty. Jeez. He was a year older than me. <laughs> When they were making that film, wow! He looks a lot older. He really does. He looks like he should be well in at least in his fifties when he's like in in making that film, Um, or like he should have spent the last thirty-nine years of his life actually
2: being a prison warden. (laughs) I can understand if he was an actual prison warden and forty, I could understand him looking like that because that's probably a super stressful job. Yeah, but a forty-year-old actor probably shouldn't
1: look. shouldn't look. Should not look like that. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to try and find out the name of that actor that I was talking about. So the opening credits, we get a mm. loving
2: montage of New Yorkers being assholes to each other. Yeah, it's, so, which is really odd. Why is it so no.
1: steamy? Don't know. Why is New York always so steamy underground?
2: That's the. Is that not the, the
0: subway? Um, events? Subway vents. <laughs> yeah. 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 I said there's a. I wrote there's a lot less traffic in New
1: York back in 1980. Craig Ooh. T. Nelson. Craig T. Craig Nelson. T. Nelson. Oh, okay. Great. He's he's been in a lot of stuff. Mm.
2: Um lot less traffic in 1980s New York. A yeah. lot more cocaine. Yeah. Not saying there's necessarily a correlation, well, mm-hmm. but probably th- not as many taxis as other shows would lead you to believe either. No. That, that girl gets that woman gets thrown out of a taxi and doesn't, and managed to immediately hail another one down. Yeah, no, yeah, that's true. Um, also, rare sighting of the uh, Rock Trade Center in that opening the one. Tax. Oh, was
1: it there? I didn't know. Yeah, it. uh, yeah, it's
0: Like straight away, isn't it? Yeah.
2: So, it's, it's odd to see it these days, isn't it? Crop mm. up in something.
1: Yeah,
0: you do see it in a lot of films of that sort of era though, don't
1: you? Well, like, you know, yeah, because in um, Trading Places, which is a couple of years younger than that film, mm. um, it's like 82, 83, and, um, the film finishes with them in the World Trade Centre doing the... Um, Doing the in the stock exchange, mm. um, actually in the World Trade Center. So, so I think
0: most weird. films
1: through the eighties. You know, I think which was going to be a Gene Wilder Richard Pryor film. Was it? Um, that makes perfect Trading sense, Places. Yeah. That was. I think that was the original idea, was it was going to be a, a film for them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for some that makes, it didn't happen.
2: That makes all the sense in the world. I yeah. could definitely see Gene Wilder playing
1: the awkward yeah. role in that. And and and, and I love. I, I you know what? Uh, there's some of these films that I I love. I wouldn't change Trading Places. I love it. It's one of my favourite films. Mm. Um, and um, and they're all perfect in it. But at the same time, I've also got that kind of curiosity of being like, but I'd, I would like to see Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor doing that. that, would still, that Here's a would would question for you.
2: Is there any film that wouldn't be made better by replacing one of the key cast with Gene Wilder?
1: <laughs> well, and I, I say no, because my note number three is just, I love Gene Wilder. Mm. I'd, mm. I'd, I'd, I'd just, I'd, I'd, I just... Now, I think it's one of my... It's something I've got to really remedy, is that I don't think I've seen enough Gene Wilder films, um, because although there's the classics, Blazing Saddles, and you yeah. know I've seen this and some of the other Richard Pryor films, um, and <clears throat> films in which he's with Richard Pryor, but there's other like some other films in the eighties and things at the end. I think there's what's it called like Lady in Red or one of those the, 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 something and. I've never just I've never seen them mm. um, and I feel like I've I've let myself down that I love Gene Wilder this much but I've never seen let, this, let uh, me I,
2: let me pitch you something right Alien <laughs> but with Gene Wilder as Bishop
1: <laughs> yeah good So Aliens
2: okay yeah oh, so yeah Bishop who was the Android it was Ian Holman wasn't it yeah
1: um, I can't remember his name yeah uh,
2: right yeah yeah Okay, Aliens, but with Gene Wilder as Bishop. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Terminator 2, but with Gene Wilder as the T-1000. <laughs> Better film. Robert Patrick's great. Yeah. But Gene Wilder in that phone box? <laughs> uh, sorry, in that kitchen? Killing yeah, mother? yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, indeed. You'd watch that. Yeah. No, no, completely. Yeah.
2: Big stuff. Have I just discovered, like, okay, so now that we can do um all this weird like deep fake and putting in and de-aging actors yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Have I just discovered the way we save the cinema industry by re-releasing, <laughs> re-releasing classic some films, films with Gene Wilder instead of some other actor?
0: Forrest Gump with Gene Wilder.
2: Exactly.
1: Just as Forrest Gump. Yeah. Right.
2: Titanic with Gene Wilder. As the iceberg but, or no, no, Titanic? No. But interestingly, still with Leonardo DiCaprio and he plays the Kate Winslet part. I can see that, yep. <laughs> mm.
1: What, Leonardo DiCaprio plays Kate Winslet yeah. part? Yeah, and f- Gene, Wilder <laughs> plays, Gene Wilder plays, plays. It's going to cost yeah. twice as much
2: <laughs> and some people are saying, uh, Variety have said it's wholly unnecessary <laughs> but it, we're going to spend the money.
1: Yeah. But no, I completely agree. There is There must be ways. It's like... Um, like, I, there's so many different actors that I think would have been great as uh, Hannibal Lecter in Silence of the Lambs because mm. they would have done it so such a different way. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey? Yeah. But I was even thinking about people like Richard Burton and all these, like, you've got, like, real classic actors but then also really random actors like Jim Carrey. But maybe what you should automatically do is just put uh, Gene Wilder <laughs> yeah. as Hannibal Lecter and then that automatically makes it... Gene
2: Wilder as Buffalo Bill. <laughs>
1: And how I'd more fact <laughs>
2: <laughs> Put the lotion in the basket. Oh, what about you w- lose? Gene Wilder playing Nicolas Cage's role in uh, Face Off
1: and 8mm.
2: Oh, that'd <laughs> be great. No, Gene Wilder was the machine in 8mm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just,
1: j- just, I think mean, maybe we should just remake all of Nicolas Cage's films but with Gene Wilder in, instead in, in, of Nicolas in, Cage well, either instead of Nicolas Cage or instead of one of the other main characters mm. within the film because we're like really The, what, the, I know, the Rock I know, like...
0: but instead of uh, Sean Connery it's Gene Wilder
2: <laughs> that would be amazing <laughs> that would be the best film
3: <laughs>
1: oh. Is it, oh, should, yeah. there's a real shame because all these films we're generally talking about, he was alive during those yeah, times. Absolutely. He could have. He could have. Why did he not get in cast there. in these films? <laughs> and there was a huge missed opportunity. What right was now.
2: the last film? Gene Wilder did When did his?
1: I can find. Out. I think one of the last things he did actually, which I, I did I, he die in the early 2000s or uh, no no no, it wasn't that long ago. He, he no. died. Um, is that I think he he was on the West End in like the within our lifetime in yeah. which kind of we could have been like gone to see uh, two thousand and sixteen. He died. Age eighty three had Alzheimer's, I believe. Yeah, yeah, which is a real shame. Um, Because
2: I can't, I can't think of the last thing I heard him
1: being in.
0: No, he stopped acting a little while before. Yeah, I think he did. Which makes sense,
1: I suppose, with the Alzheimer's. Mm. Yeah, I don't know when that that kind of kicked. But he, I think he stopped because um, he became a novelist, and he he preferred to just write novels. Fair enough. Um, So the last film he was in. Was uh, the lady in question, which was a TV movie in 1999? Um, in fact, he was in three TV movies in 1999, uh, and he was in two episodes of Will and Grace in 2002 and <laughs> 2003. Oh, fair. Um, but that was the last things he was last things he was in. Um, and um, yeah,
2: a bit of a uh, what was the right term? Career ran out with a bit of a whimper, then Yeah, it it
0: anticlimactic did. ending to yeah. his career. Yeah,
1: but um, yeah, but there mm. were so many. Boy Grace
2: claimed another one.
1: Yeah. yeah, another scalp. <laughs> <laughs> but there are um, there are plenty of films in the eighties, mm. late eighties, or sorry, in the eighties. Hmm, let's say from the mid seventies to the early nineties, of which I feel that they could be some proper classics to worth watching. I feel like I'm, I might have to work my way through them. Um, yes. Hmm. He's also in a film called The Frisco Kid with Harrison Ford. Never heard of in it. In 1979. A Polish rabbi wanders through the Old West on his way to lead a synagogue to, in San Francisco. Okay. Okay. Um, but it does him and Harrison Ford, apparently. There you go. It would go. have been a
2: very young Harrison Ford. That would have been, what, one
1: year after Star Wars? Yeah, uh, yeah basically. So, yeah, it would have been around, around yep. that time. So, uh, yeah, so I, I feel like there's. I've, I've probably got to pick a film and then work my way through t- t- Gene <laughs> t- Wilder films um, up until uh, up until that point. Maybe I'll start with, I'll start with Young Frankenstein. Yeah,
0: you know, I've seen that. that. I've seen clips of it, but I've never actually seen the actual film.
1: Yeah, so I'll start with that and I'll work my way through <laughs> all of the. Wilder films so what was the deal with the montage
2: of New Yorkers acting like assholes towards each other
1: I think it was it was just it was because they needed to show them a reason their main reason for wanting to get out out. because it's it's an awful place to live so they need to get out and
2: because it's a very um, of its era device, isn't it? There a lot of films in like the seventies and eighties start with that sort of color montage mm. of
1: it, the location. You know, it's very long. New as York's well.
2: the fifth character in this movie, like sort of thing. <clears throat> yeah.
1: So um, similarly with um, Trading Places, mm. it, but the whole thing is like a montage of. But uh, I think that's actually set in Philadelphia. Um, so it's it, but it's like a, a real the beginning while the music's playing. It's just a constant montage of like. Um, the the streets and the slums of philadelphia and homeless people and then it keeps cutting between that and like the rich and wealthy and like fine dining and met mm. gentlemen's clubs and stuff like that um in a kind of not just diss- do dissimilar way to the start of um of stir crazy so you can see why it was definitely supposed to be a gene wild and richard prior film <laughs> um yeah, but I think that's the the point of it is that it's supposed to show how like crap it is mm. because they're you know they they want to leave New York for a better life. But you well, know what I mean? G. That Milder was that was, a,
2: that was a trope very much of its era. You got that in a lot of seventies and eighties films. You don't get that today so much, do you? Yeah. You don't get a, a contemporary film starting with like a three minute
1: montage of like no, no, that no how but, shitty London. But you don't. No, you don't. Um, how much do you really get credits these days? You don't a lot, do you? you don't get a up. lot of films. Just jump straight into the film. There's not. I don't think you, go, yeah, you get. Point. You don't hugely get the unless um, it's
2: like something built <laughs> into like the 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 way the film is created. Um, uh, this is a very roundabout way to say you still get them in Bond films because
1: yeah, it's oh, yeah. very <laughs> much a part of the yeah. Bond film. Yeah, isn't indeed. It, that's, yeah, yeah absolutely. That's um, um, the way it's um, the way it's supposed to be. Um, yeah. So, but generally, there's. You know, you don't get the big theme tunes and songs. No, not as much. For for would m-
2: have part of that's because the music industry changed so fundamentally over the last twenty years. Maybe you know, and so so you no longer have that that driving urge to get a big name band. Get them at to the end, do the don't you? yeah?
0: But, you also, do it, but also, you get them at the end instead, don't you? In a lot of films yeah, these yeah, days. Yeah, so. but also, right.
1: I mean things like the the actual score and stuff. You don't have. You know, mm. you look at Indiana Jones, Superman, James Bond, you know, the, you can name the, the, you can sing the theme, Jurassic mm. Park, Harry Potter, blah, blah, blah. Um, but you can't necessarily, because, you know, quite often you would have that that theme running all the way through it, but also maybe at the beginning. But with much more modern films, maybe you don't know so much mm. discuss. <laughs> no, I, I think
2: like the blockbuster level ones do, because I, I haven't seen the Fantastic Beast films, but they presumably have a, a central score. Oh, yeah no they, they do. Do. oh yeah, no, they do. No, they uh, do, but they don't and make And things like, and, and like the latest Jurassic Park probably has a thematic orchestral score. Yeah. yeah, but course, you don't have the you don't opening have
1: the credits. Opening credit. song oh, yeah. sorry, I, for, I see what you uh, mean. Yes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You completely do have um, scores still through films, but you don't necessarily have that opening. Sorry, yes. Opening yeah. credits. I
2: thought you were commenting on, like, the memorability of of the old. No no, 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 no.
1: It's like that, no, no, that no, first few
0: minutes where you just listen to the. Mm. the score you listen, yeah you're
1: listening to a song with the, the the opening credits going over the top of it you still I mean you still had it in things like X-Men um, so back in the, the back in the early 2000s late 90s still yeah um, and we've seen it with some Spider-Man's, of the films we've we've watched from Justin McKelly, like, they definitely had the opening yeah, credits and
0: <laughs> li- uh, right, Deep Rising with the over the sea shots and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Snakes on a plane. Snakes on a plane that, had that. that with credits coming up over the sea and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So there are some that do it. Yeah. Yeah. But not as much these days, though. I think it doesn't feel like, like it. But I do not yeah. Fifteen years or so, it's all kind of changed yeah. Yeah, again, yeah, yeah. isn't it? It's um,
1: it's very much kind of jumping, straight into it. Like throw you straight into yeah, the yeah. film.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Credits, I suppose, is seen as a bit of a distancing technique sometimes, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Bring it in at the end. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Right, yes. Okay, cool. Mm. Next note. Anyone got a next note? We've been to New York. Yep. Yep. Now we're meeting our protagonist. So first the, <laughs> oh, excuse me, sorry.
2: The, the groovy dinner party, I believe, yeah. not it? Weed <coughs> yeah. salad.
1: Yep. And have some more of that delicious salad. Yes.
2: So or we learn gun. African Gunji 65 stain, strain weed get you threesomes guaranteed.
1: Apparently so. Yeah, absolutely. She's going to get her
2: mind, body and two of her friends, I think. Yeah, yeah. so foursome, I guess.
1: I thought it was just one of her friends. But, oh, was it uh, just yeah. one of her friends? I believe the... I believe... I may be completely wrong here. Oh, now I get the hiccups. Oh, um, Quick! Break the glass and get the
2: emergency host. Good evening and <laughs> welcome
1: to I Like Movies. <laughs> um, so, I may be completely wrong here, but I, she's definitely in this film somewhere, but Sidney Poitier's daughter is in this. And I think she is the, the younger girl in the kitchen that got the... Oh, uh, mixed up the bag. Yeah, mixed up the bag. She got the wrong oregano. Oh, no. Whatever uh. that is.
2: <laughs> I'm not sure... How I mean, yeah, it probably would get you high, wouldn't it? But just eating raw what, oregano. Well, no, no, no I'm thinking eating raw grated like marijuana on top of a salad.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't know.
2: Well, I'm just but thinking because normally you have like special brownies and hash cakes and stuff, but at that point you've cooked cooked it into you've it. You've cooked it into it, haven't you? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, Does it need to be cooked then? To well, it, needs, move to be it needs to be heated normally. To That's why you either the, smoke it in yeah. a
2: joint or you know. Or, Oh really? Oh well, did really heat it in a bong, yeah. Um but I'd imagine yeah maybe using a raw you probably still get a certain amount of THC or maybe maybe I don't know it if you'd be going I really want more of this salad. But, <laughs> what I don't understand is though
0: why would you put dried or- oregano, yeah, oregano on a salad on a salad anyway? And in the soup
2: and in whatever they were serving for the meal. She broth. loves
1: yeah. adding oregano. <gasps>
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry.
1: Yeah.
0: Why would you put that on a salad, though?
2: I don't know. Do you not normally sprinkle raw herbs no. on a salad? No! <laughs> um, maybe you should, because they seem to really like
0: it. Maybe it was in a seasoning or something. Maybe, maybe, they... yeah. But even then, it wouldn't be a warm one, would it? You wouldn't It'd have a warm be salad. some sort
2: of Italian dressing, I guess. warm salad? Who <laughs> wants a warm salad?
0: Nobody <laughs> wants a warm salad. It's like having cold soup. It's well there's gazpacho gazpacho. gazpacho, i know so maybe
2: no no but that's like the exception that proves the rule so maybe there is one particular type of salad you have warm
0: you can have warm caesar salad i suppose that's the thing you can
1: it it, it is you can have warm things in a salad that sounds wrong but (sighs) like um like a boiled egg
2: yeah. If you warm a Caesar salad, do you warm it to the point where the cheese gets all like melted So it's like cheese on top of nachos.
1: <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny, sorry. <laughs> just, I'm just laughing at the
0: way you said it's it.
1: A like, boiled boiled egg. Egg. You could put a boiled egg in a salad, yeah. sliced obviously. Sliced, yeah. Maybe in like quarters but down the central wave. spine. Down the axi- <laughs> Add the warm egg axi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: straight yeah. through the central pillar.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you could you could add that, and maybe, maybe that would be warm.
2: Warm egg axi was the first book of my uh, seven book long award winning interstellar novella. Yeah, I wrote in <laughs> um, my teams. Uh
0: Seven axi's and a the, funeral. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah had to withdraw it from sale when so many people pointed out uh, just how many of the characters were based off of Hugh Grant. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: all of various uh, characters over yeah. the years. Like the entire
2: yeah. evil empire yeah. all just seemed to be Hugh Grant clones. Oh cracky, oh, we'll oh cracky. never oh, crikey, get oh, crikey, this cleared. Oh cracky, oh crikey. What do you think, oh cracky? <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, okay. it. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Just just a strong plan, I guess. Oh, know, shiggedibiggedy.
0: You are there. you there?
2: <laughs> anyway yes. we may have dragged us slightly up your kazoo up your kazoo up your kazoo up your kazoo up your kazoo
0: up your kazoo up your kazoo
2: this started what to me was a long sequence of uh, scenes in this film that were essentially just skits they wanted to do yeah I and think there's there's very little in the way of plot actually. oh yeah there's this lots film, of uh, there?
1: lots of like riffing uh, just try and just let's let's film Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor and see what happens
2: yeah. Mm. Um,
1: who says that to it is that someone who says remember. it to Richard Pryor no, up no, your kazoo
2: no no the, it's when he's when oh sorry yeah yeah, the yeah, store yeah.
1: Detective. yeah 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 and she says up <laughs> your kazoo yeah. that's it yeah, yeah that's it but I just... Yeah. But also, that the only bit... I, I'm a bit confused with that because he goes back to Harry and he's like, I got fired today. Yeah. I love the fact that uh, in Gene Wilder everything is so wonderful but he's like so over the top about how wonderful everything is which is mm. amazing. So but didn't he doesn't actually say wrong, why... why hmm? We just assume he was wrong and she didn't shop there. Like? Don't know. This Nobody the knows. That, no, they never say that. He just says, I got fired today but they he, don't say why he got...
0: He also perves on her quite a lot by yeah. saying she's not wearing any clothes. It feels like me. he
1: should have like pulled her jo- coat... Coat off, and she actually was wearing clothes underneath. And he ended up pulling her clothes off because he thought the thing was going something like that. Should have been something like really. She should low. have been Whoa. naked. Pulled her yeah. clothes off. Whoa. Yeah, Oops. and she's like, you know, and she's like, you know, yeah, something. But he didn't. He just got fired. But they didn't say why he got fired because seemingly up until that point he was just doing his job, searching, following around someone that he suspected of shoplifting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he was pretty confident of shoplifting. Happy kazoo. Your kazoo. Up your kazoo. Up
2: your kazoo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which I don't know if that's a uh, a general thing, a general insult. In I don't America. know. It's going to be a general insult <laughs> because, for me now. Um, going back to one of our previous films, The Great Outdoors, in the it, there's a bit where she says something like, "Why don't you blow it up your ass?" Mm. Um, but I remember years ago for the TV edit, she says, "Why don't you go, go blow it up your kazoo?" Um, you know, and it's badly dubbed oh, yeah. where she says kazoo. Um, It's the second time that I've known of someone saying kazoo as a blowing up your kazoo. Up your kazoo!
2: I would happily sit and watch a 90-minute feature film of Richard Pryor just talking to high white people. That scene where uh, he's there with the priest yeah, yeah, and the woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just
1: incredible. I can't feel my legs. Mm, that's because it's my legs, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's
2: a bit later on in the prison cell, isn't it? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, no, yeah of course, on, When yeah, they're yeah, trying so, to put on the same yeah, pair of yeah. trousers. <laughs> no, this is when she the woman turns to the priest and goes, I've always wanted to ask a man of the cloth, do you get much? yeah. yeah. And he goes, oh, well, I have a drink with dinner most nights. And then, without a, without any hesitation, Richard Pryor goes, oh, no, she's talking about sex. Yeah. And then looks that's really not, like horrified yeah, yeah. that he's spoken out loud. That's, that's not what she meant. That's it, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what he says. <laughs> Um I could watch an entire film of just scenes like that. Richard Pryor is incredible in this yeah. film.
1: Hmm. Oh, there's so many great... Um, there, there was a reason... That they wanted Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor to do more <laughs> films together. <laughs> Although I get, I do, I kind of get the feeling that they they were put together, but they weren't necessarily the best. They weren't actually like great friends or anything oh, really? like that. I, I don't believe they were. I think they were just put together for one film. They people were like, "This really works." Let's hmm. put them together for another film, and then it kind of just went on from there. Um, <clears throat> I think they got on. They, didn't, they weren't like enemies they weren't like one of those you know one of those classic double acts that you years later you're like horrified to find out that they actually <laughs> just like despise each other um but um but they they got on but they were more just like as a they got on in a working capacity mm. I think mm. they, they didn't hang out outside of um outside of the film world or anything I think um as far as I'm aware I may be completely wrong but there we go um cool so they both get fired
0: mm. Yep. So they go on a road trip,
1: and they end up in the bar. Yeah, I do like the fight between the little, um, the little guy and the <laughs> <Okay>. the <laughs> businessman, um, which finishes with the pliers in the nads. Yeah, Ooh, Alex. Yeah, especially when he asks him his name. Yeah, he's like, "What's your name?" And he's like,
3: "Alex." <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, pliers in the nads. A yeah. Pikachu. It certainly, it uh, certainly got him what he wanted. Anyway. Did.
2: My own thing is that the scene where it starts off with the camera dollying over to uh, Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder having a conversation in the bar. You don't hear any of the audio from the conversation, and then it cuts in about 15 seconds later when they no, start. No no, 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 that's a bit later on yeah, yeah, that, that was a bit weird.
1: Yeah, this one, Richard Pryor is. Um, On his own, own and then Gene Wilder joins him. And it turns out Gene Wilder, like all the ladies, go over to Gene Wilder.
2: Oh, sorry, this is the very first bar, isn't it? Where they both say, Oh, we've been fired. Yeah, Yeah, they both say we've
1: been fired, and this is where Gene Wilder persuades Harry. This is the scene
2: where Gene Wilder really creepily talks about gently moonlit breasts.
1: Yes, yeah. Yes. When he's because yeah. he's talking about um, his way of persuading yeah. him to go to L.A. I think they want to move to, don't they? They want to drive basically across right. country and move to out, like west out, out west yeah. somewhere, manifest destiny, and all yeah, yeah. Um, yes, he's he's uh, discussing the 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 positives about the the plus sides of going out there, including, gem, gently 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 moving moonlit like breasts. breasts. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, so yeah, so they but they head west. They head west in their beat up van, camper van kind of thing. Yeah. <coughs> Um, which breaks down in the middle of some town. Beatnik town. Yeah. I feel like they're in kind of like central United States. Somewhere at in the Dust Bowl. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. They're not um, They're not near a coast. They're just in... I feel like it's like a Texas or somewhere like that, I feel. Could be. Could be. Something those, along those. Like
2: Minnesota, maybe?
1: No. Somewhere that, real that, central? Isn't that north? Is Minnesota up top? Is it? I think yeah, so. Yeah, but
2: Texas is real down south. Yeah. Meet so me yeah. in the middle. Idaho. I <laughs> don't know. Idaho. I can't remember. Kentucky.
1: Maybe. Is sure. that A thing. Uh, it's a thing. Is a thing. Kansas. Utah. Where's Utah? Utah.
2: Up your kazoo.
1: Maybe that's quite south. I don't know. Any American listeners? Please let's know where you think are. they were. <laughs> um, so yeah. So they had, uh, but their their camper van van breaks down um, in place yeah <laughs> and they need to pay for it to the, the get fix, done yeah. and it's here this is where they this is where they have the weird yes, discussion this is in the the bar. whistle stop bar I believe yes the stop. and they, yeah. uh, they, they in the bar with the two like villainous guys who um Fuck them over in the future. Yeah. Um, and this is where it starts off with them sitting at a table and they're talking to each other, but you can't hear what they're saying. Mm. Yeah. And you can hear the music and the background chatter. And then and it's it dollies kind of, in their audio. Yeah.
2: As soon as they start talking about a completely different topic, there's just something very it's weird. weird about yeah. It. Yeah. Mm.
1: yeah. It's just, yeah. It's, um, yeah. It's, so it's not like it odd.
2: dollies in or zooms in on them to the point where it's like, okay, well, now you should be able to hear them. Yeah. It's the same static shot. It's just.
3: Fable. Mouthing no
2: no yeah. sound to begin with, and then cuts straight in. Yeah, it's very odd. weird.
1: Yes, mm. an odd technique. Um, but th- so to get money, they really they, they decide to get they get a job. Yeah, this is I think this is in the bar when he he, he puts forward to them about um, about the job about doing working in the bank. Mm. Um, and there's they so they get the the act of dressing as woodpeckers. So are they being employed as like the bank's
3: mascot?
2: yeah is this what something like to be doing something that like they're that. supposed
1: to be doing a little song and dance routine to try and encourage people to but this is a weird thing right so they're doing a song and dance routine to encourage people to come get, to the bank come, come to the to bank, bank. Inside already in the, the bank yeah. inside the bank hmm. yeah um, where there seems to be people just kind of watching it and there's the little girl who asks are you a real woodpecker yeah. <laughs> like no. No. Clearly not.
2: <laughs> also seems like the kind of job you probably only hire one guy to do, right? Yeah. 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 A bank mascot probably don't need two bank mascots. Oh no,
0: you need two so they can do the double act.
2: I, don't know, I just it all seems very And for a bank in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. In the dust belt.
1: Yeah. You really need to encourage. I mean, it was the people. 80s wasn't it? There'd yeah, maybe. yeah, a lot, lot, lot more money going, more going around. It could be banks. a bank mascot. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> two. Oh, yeah, only one. You can have another one. I feel like Barclays Bank had a, a kind of. They did. Bird. Had those,
2: they had those two guys in the uh, Black Pantomime horse costume, didn't they? <laughs> that was Lloyd. In the 80s. Was that Lloyds? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my
1: bad. Uh, um, I feel like Barclays had some kind of like parrot um, mascot at maybe. some point, years ago.
0: What I found weird is they go to... The bank seems very, very big. Yeah. But when they show some parts of that town, it looked very small and
1: run down. Oh, it's just basically it's a bank with just a couple of shacks around it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird because they show bits of it and they and show the like bar. when they're sat outside as well eating their lunch yeah. Um, mm-hmm. when they go into the bank. Oh, yeah. It's quite it's, a it's, big yeah, open area. A nice little open it space. It looks isn't? like a, almost city-ish. Yeah, and yeah then it's it, metropolitan,
2: it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. but
1: but then they go it's back not... <laughs> and there's not much going. <laughs> no. But there is a bar with a punch bag thing. Yeah. With a speed bag. Yeah, as a speed bag.
0: Yeah. Just like that. One yeah. Of them. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, so they, uh, they're they on them, but whilst they're on their lunch, people huh? steal their costumes. Bastards. <coughs> and of which I never realised that one of them was blacked up. Um, when I've seen this mm. film before, I never realised, but it makes sense. If they were trying to be yes, I didn't. Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor, yeah, but it wasn't until um, I saw they were driving away that I was like, oh my god, he's blacked up! I didn't realise, <coughs> which I, I just never noticed before,
0: because I didn't twig that it was the people they met earlier as well. Um,
2: yeah, I didn't twig it was the same people they met. The yes, the two, uh, the two like
1: yeah, dwells. yeah, in yeah. The bar. As no, well. I didn't twig that, but um, with a tattoo on his hand, yeah. Of something, I can't remember what it was. It's a heart, isn't it? It's a heart, yes, it does feel Yeah,
2: like... again, they stumble into someone else's plan and happen to be exactly what that person's looking for yeah, to true. complete their plan. Oh, yes. yeah,
0: the whole film, it happens by circumstance and happenstance and...
2: Yeah, they are very little um, agency in this film. They just kind of stumble into situations that yeah. other people yeah. make Stuff use just of them. just kind of happens, yeah. yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: It's all very convenient. Yes. But. Yeah, Yeah. true.
1: Um, so, um... Yeah, but then uh, weirdly they get arrested when they go back to the bank. Yeah. yeah. Because obviously the guys that have robbed the bank go back are to go the back bank to the bank and just have a look at what's going on. Yeah. There's no, not the most intelligent uh, law enforcement around that area. Clearly not. Um so yeah, but then they go sent into a cell.
3: Yeah.
1: And he's going to be bad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As Richard Pryor's prancing down the thing. As you have
2: all the different uh, metropolitan gangs in there, don't you? Yeah. yeah. You have the Amer- African American gangs. Yeah. You have, there's probably neo Nazis in there yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You have sweaty looking middle aged dudes that are in there for like tax evasion. People <laughs> sleeping off in the drunk tank. Yeah. And then you get to see Richard Pryor light a match off a massive dude's
3: chest. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, which, uh, I just, so I. Uh, there's bits that I've forgotten in this film, and one of my favourite bits um, uh, is the one where the so the whole general section where the guy, the mad guys, thinks he's trying to swat an invisible fly. Yeah, yeah. And so he swats it, and then he, he sees it on the guy that that guy's bald head, of which Gene Wilder then smacks him around <laughs> the back of the head um, to hit the fly. Then that guy steps up, accidentally punches the big guy. But there's that that guy then when he's like trying to placate him with his joint. Yeah. And he goes, sesame. <laughs> I
2: don't know why. <laughs> You've got to be pretty badass to smoke a joint openly inside yeah, yeah, yeah. a prison, yeah, yeah. inside a uh, yeah, yeah. police station, haven't you?
1: Yeah, yeah. And when they, um, they say to Richard Pryor about you being short... You're really short and he was like, Yeah, I'm short. My mum was short, my dad was short, my brother was so short, we couldn't even see him. <laughs> <coughs> so yes. Anyway, so they are in the cell with the man, I don't fucking believe you.
3: Yes,
2: yeah. Uh Biorka's. Um is this when we meet uh the lawyer who looks like a
1: young weird Al Jankovic? Yes. Yes. And I feel like I've seen him in other stuff, but I yes. didn't look it up and I feel like uh, I feel like He's definitely someone that, that I've mm. seen in other things, but I can't remember. Exactly. Yeah, I
0: recognise you, but I don't know who you are. Yeah,
1: I feel like it's maybe around that era of time as well. That yeah. those films that he was he was in that I just can't remember. Um, but I will look him up right now.
0: The shit lawyer that. Doesn't know what he's doing, so he has to yeah. get told exactly what to do all the way through.
1: Kind of chastising himself about how shitty he is. Well,
2: that's because his hot cousin... Wait, is this the same lawyer as later on? Yes. Yeah, yeah. so his hot cousin hasn't turned up yet. Who, no. Who isn't a lawyer. No. But basically saves the day and does all the legwork. So maybe yeah. if well, she'd been there in the original court case, it would have gone down.
0: To be fair, they do all the work because they're the ones that tell them what to do. <laughs>
2: it's true, although she does go to the strip joint of her own accord. She does, later that's later true.
0: Yeah. 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 Just yeah. happen, again, happens to find them in the strip club.
2: Yeah, well, that's where you get the throwaway line. We're jumping ahead a bit here, but that's where yeah. you get the throwaway line later on where she, just apropos of nothing, goes, Oh, by the way, I'm thinking of going to the strip club to get part time work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I made a note of it because it was such a weird fucking line. That is I weird, yeah. Um, I missed that. Um, so that guy has 133 IMDb credits. Oh, he's did a f- done so a yeah, few I'm things. I'm assuming yeah. that you'll probably have seen him in something <laughs> <laughs> at some point in time. Uh, yeah, his name is Joel Brooks, I think i said his name was. Uh, Joel Brooks, who has 133 IMDb credits. Okay. So yes, yeah, so definitely someone that you've probably seen in something at some point. Um, yeah, there we go. Um Yes, and but uh, but his cousin doesn't come into it till kind of later on, though, does she? Yeah, no. because they have the court case with with just him. Yeah, and he advises them to. Does
2: he advise them to plead guilty? Yeah.
0: Hmm. Yeah. To which they get a hundred and something odd years. Some
2: yeah. And it all goes horribly for, wrong for bank robbery where they
1: weren't. Did they have weapons? No. Yeah, they did. Was oh, that yeah. yeah. No so one yeah, got robbery. hurt though. Did yeah. they? They. Oh, he did. He punched, punched someone in the, face, in the face. Yeah.
2: Still, hundred and something odd years. Quite a long time. It seems yeah, it a it little
1: did. bit steep.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um. So they go down. They go down to prison. Yeah.
0: So they're in prison town.
2: To sing, sing.
1: Yeah, They get sent to the prison. It's where we meet Jesus and Rory. They're uh, two friends inside. Yep. Um. So yeah, I, I, just, but I just generally I like the whole. It's just most of the time when Gene Wada is just getting angry at the at the warden. Yeah. For, um oh, the, the, he the, he the keeps a list of pro- yeah. problems of the prison that yeah. he feels is basically more just keeps difficult. like when uh, when the, whenever that prison guard is like trying um, to like force Gene Wilder to do something, he just keeps turning around and just being like, "I now I've almost had enough of you." <laughs> <laughs> um, and especially when uh, a bit later on when he's. Um, he tries to ride him out of the. um he tries to <laughs> ride one of the wardens out of the out of the prison. Oh yeah, where they both have their little, yeah, both weird have their little pretend little, yeah. they're insane. Yeah, yeah, uh, moment, yeah, yeah. 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 They are kind of breaking. <laughs>
0: um, apparently, Skip's really good on a rodeo ball.
1: He is. Mm. We discover. So um, that's when he has the list of complaints to go yeah. to yeah. speak to the warden, yeah. um, uh, who is uh, the, the warden. As I was said, is played by B- Barry Corbin who was only 40 years old, <clears throat> during the making of this film. well um, actually, during the making of this film, he was probably late 30s. Um, yeah, because there is a yearly rodeo mm. uh, between prisons. Um,
0: but why Why is the person on the other prison's team from their prison, though?
1: He's not, is he? Is he not?
0: What? Uh, I'm confused.
1: Which one?
2: The other prison that they're rodeoing in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's like the reigning champion, oh, yeah, but he yeah, is from fine. their prison, I think. Yeah. He, at one point he says to him, doesn't he? I hear you've got a really good. Um, oh yeah, in your yeah. In Texas. To the end, and it yeah.
1: turns out because there's the rumor that that at least in the other prison, when they win the money, they actually get spent it on mm. the prisoners. Mm. Mm. But it turns out they don't spend it on the prisoners. They're just as bad as all the other prisons. Yeah, just mean. They're mean. Those prison wardens are mean to those mass murderers. <laughs>
2: there was something um, so. This is unusual for me to say because there's normally something Steve says but this film was about 30 minutes too long and it's quite <laughs> easy to see where they could cut 30 minutes from. Oh yeah, no indeed. Yep. The it's, amount um, of linger yes. in Sydney yeah, Poitier's yeah. shots is yeah. just yeah,
1: yeah. There's um from from yeah, from watching this back for the first time in years. It it feels like the it, it's kind of different stages of this film. It feels like they've got like uh, a strong opening, mm. a kind of decent middle But then a very bit of a a kind of a bit of a a bit of a put together ending. It's a little bit rambly. It rambles. Feels like it needs a a solid editor because every
2: almost every single shot you could cut probably a good second off of. Hmm. Like the the bit with the mechanical (laughs) ball, there Hmm. is an uncomfortable amount of shots
0: of him on the ball, of
2: him just whipping around on the bull yeah and there's there's probably a good two minutes of him riding the ball footage yeah, yeah. <laughs> not including the bits where you cut back to the other characters actually having dialogue yeah uh, like you could have trimmed that down so much tighter yeah yeah and, and had this film down to maybe a lean like what one thirty instead of one forty
0: five I think easily yeah and and there's a couple of the sort of Sort of scenes where they're just talking back and forth, that a lot of it just seems like recycled dialogue almost. Yeah, it's like they say the same things almost a couple of times each.
3: Yeah,
2: or, or when one of them stops talking at the end of a scene, it lingers, lingers on them yeah, for like yeah. a second or two before mm. the scene transition. It just feels mm. like just a slightly because I don't know who edited it, but it just he likes his like spin
0: wipes so. though.
2: Yeah, that's true. But then <laughs> it was the like era of uh, entertaining. Yeah. Uh, it's
1: interstitials.
0: Yes. Lots of, this, lots of those spin wipes.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, yeah, that's no, true. Yeah. 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 There's a,
0: there's like a middle, like, the bit just after the bull, I think. They do quite a lot of them for some reason. I can't remember why they do them, but...
1: Uh. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, they discover that, uh, that they've got a good chance of breaking out mm. if they go to the rodeo. Yeah. But they need to make sure that they have the right team. He has the right breaking out <laughs> team with him yeah. for breaking out. Which but is when the warden comes up and says, I've got good news for you, Skip, and he says, my wine magazines have come. <laughs> so
2: Jesus had the had the escape plan already all thought out. It was just hinging on him meeting someone that was good enough to be able to talk the warden into letting him go to the rodeo as well. Yeah, yeah.
1: But because by the sounds of it, though, that Jesus is a rodeo rider himself. Because they say because he's yeah, the cause one, they've giving, done it he's before, one giving him they? all the advice.
2: True, true, yeah. But he, I mean... He wasn't going to the rodeo though, was he? he no, that's he That's why they they pulled the cotton on the the warden. And yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. But he, but they, t- but uh, uh, but that's the uh, a weird. The weird thing towards the end is that they know exactly what they're where they're going, but there's no explanation of like. Oh, yeah, yeah oh, you, know that There's well. no explanation of like. Oh, we need to go here. You need to do this. It's he like it. it's
2: yeah. like the TV show Prison Break of actual Prison Breaks. Yeah. Like, oh yeah and we crawl through this tunnel and then we go through this vent. but they it's know like, how do you know where any yeah, of that and you know they all do, do
0: slightly different things but yeah, if yeah. they do if they did it all the same they would have had the same outcome yeah, yeah. who
2: loosened the thing on the bleacher so they could roll underneath
0: um it was uh, the, Skip they got Skip, the skip. Is doing got it with the, the, with they, his, they got the they had the, the weird oh, okay weird oh, shoe the tool. things yeah, yeah the tool
1: that they made yeah. out of the um I must have been writing
2: notes when I when that happened I
0: guess um but yet they when they get through the bleachers they all go different directions yeah, yeah. but surely they can just go oh, they all know why the, don't they, they just all do the car perfectly know the
1: layout of the of the place they're going to the toilets don't they yeah eventually but, but why
0: why did he get out go to the camper van get changed come back into the toilets just because to, you need it just to, you get you needed to get them in, in, yeah, yeah, cause but they you didn't need to, to
1: why don't they just to lock the? you need i know exactly what you mean
2: they all should have just gone, out gone the same into route the, the car oh yeah absolutely. Yeah. oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, big shot back and forth yeah, yeah. The car. yeah. but yeah. again
1: it's like but how do how do they know how do they know the layout of that place so well it's bizarre it's strange yeah very odd yeah well um we've jumped ahead a wee bit yeah we have yeah certainly have um they've Get uh, this is the part where basically they, they they try to break Skip and Harry down. Mm. Yeah, excuse me. In order to get them to compete in the rodeo,
2: they try to break Harry down, or is it just Skip? Because it seems the one they put in solitary yes. and in the sweat box.
1: Yeah, indeed. But they also seem, they seem to involve Harry in a lot of the <clears throat> the like heavy work and. That's um, a solid point. Yeah, they add Grossberger into the cell with both of them. Yeah. Um and it's actually the bit that he caves in at the end is when they try to remove Harry's appendix because he said that they they said that I need to remove my appendix, but they they say it grew back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got that excellent scene where he meets the
2: Korean,
0: the Korean, Korean doctor, head, yeah,
1: and he's like, yeah, that's um, that's the yeah, that's the one that well, did the <laughs> me, yeah.
0: dropped his nuts off,
1: <laughs> um, because so yeah, so they. Um, they send them out uh, working, working extremely hard mm. um, on but, the t- um, chain gang. Yes, um, and then they uh, they and then that's when they um, wake them up at like four o'clock in the morning to work even harder the next day, um, and yeah, and there's many things like trying to put him in solitary confinement or t- chaining him up. Um, yeah, and that he's, was uh, but each each time he's like, oh, that's great. Um, thanks <laughs> very much. You've gotten <laughs> fucked my y- bad. Yeah, yeah. indeed, um, and. Um, and then they, they try, as we've introduced earlier on, to Grossberger, the huge, bald-headed um, uh, um, serial killer, worst serial killer mm. in... Yeah. He's supposed to be the in
2: scariest the, inmate in the prison, yeah. isn't
1: he? Yeah. Um, and so, um, so he gets put... He's, he's played by a guy called Erland Van Lith. Um, now, I made a prediction when I was watching this film that I was like, I'm going to predict that this guy uh, was a, a wrestler... Yeah. Who went into acting and died young? That's <laughs> that was my prediction about him, right? <laughs> anyway, right. So, um, so I was kind of right. So Erlen Van Lyff, who played Grossberger, <clears throat> he was a wrestler, but he was an actual. He wasn't like an entertainment. He wasn't you know like WWF wrestler. He was an actual um, like Roman, <clears> throat> Roman, throat> Roman throat> Greco wrestler. <clears throat> Could have been in the mm-hmm. nineteen eighty. I think qualify for the nineteen eighty american olympic team but didn't go because that's the year it was in moscow and the american team right. uh, boycotted it so he could have been an olympian but he was not um and he was also in the film the running man um in 1987 uh in which he um he played uh i think he was called the character was called like electro who um because he was also an opera singer helen van lith He was like um uh mm. and he um uh, and in The Running Man, like in this film as well, he sang. sang um, and in The Running Man, he used to always, he was sang apart from the the, <coughs> the Barbarous Seville, I think, whenever he uh, was trying to kill people. But in 1987, he also died at the age of 34 from she a heart her. attack. Um, uh, I think it was the, like the, something like the day before or the day after his first wedding anniversary as well. It was all quite tragic. Um, he's so the, yeah, the, he did die he's the, the
2: crystal skull of this film, isn't he? Whenever there's a problem, you fix yeah. it by applying big fat cereal to the guy. <turns. laughs> yeah, so he
0: was in his twenties when he made this film. Yeah, yeah. So, well,
1: he was 34 when he died in 1987, and this was 1980. You did so you the math. 27. I mm. did the math. Well done. Good. <coughs> so yeah. So yeah. 27 wow. in this film.
0: They, people look a lot older back in the 80s oh, they do. don't they, oh, they? Oh, there
1: there's, must
2: have been a certain filter on the camera yeah. yeah.
1: oh there's the great game that um, myself and my brother and uh, uh friend called Ash play where some, I don't know where he finds them from but it's footballers from the 70s and 80s and um, and you have to guess their age and they, there's like there's so many of them that they just look so old, yeah. um, but it turns out they're actually like 20, 23. So, but they look about, they look about fifty one. <laughs> um, it's just yeah, it's weird. I don't know what it is. And there's, but there's so many of those that look younger when they're in their eighties than hmm. they did when they're in their thirties. I just about, because you look at them and you're kind of like they must be like really old at the time, but actually it turns out they were like just like early thirties strange it's a very I don't know what it is it's a very yeah. odd thing going on um, which is probably why it surprises you like the warden that you think you know it's like oh he's, he's 80 now and actually I think there's so many people that when they die like maybe like cast of last of the summer wine and stuff I think some of them have died recently and it's like oh they've died at the age of 82 and they were like, they're like 82 now because yeah. they were 82 about 30 years ago so how does that work out and then you realise how old they actually were when <laughs> they were actually famous or in things, and you're like, "How is that? I don't understand. That's crazy." Mm. Um, yeah, very, very odd thing. <laughs> um, <interesting. clears throat> but they get uh, they get Grossberger put in the cell with them. Mm. Yeah, and, and, and it turns out make friends with him.
0: Yeah.
1: Of which I like Gene um, Gene Wilder when he I was going to say Gene Simmons and Gene Wilder when he says the like "We tr- we, tr- we tried charades. we tried charades." He doesn't get it.
0: That was <laughs> oh, quite random.
1: And they're cheating at cards. Yep,
0: because they're criminals. Yes,
1: though. they are criminals indeed. Um, but then they uh, get to skip by uh, trying to remove um, one of Harry's balls.
0: Yeah, they go for <laughs> his weak link.
1: Yes. But then he's got the you know. Then he's got the the. the
0: they They're doing that on purpose, though, aren't they? Yeah.
1: Oh, they're doing it, yeah. So that he to gets better leverage and, get, and he gets yeah, to pick his team and to blah, pick his blah, blah, team, blah. Yep. yeah. Um, and they, uh, and then they, you know, people like Richard Pryor then gets explained to him that he has to be a clown. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's like standing in the way of the ball. Yeah, I think, I can't remember who says this, but someone says, "I only have one speed." Balls out.
2: Jim uh, Waters. Says Is that. it when he says yeah. that? Yeah, mm, well, I think only, he says no.
0: it to the. Common bow says it too. But someone says the warden,
1: you gotta, I think. you've yeah. got to get balls yeah, out. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Says I only have one speed, balls out. Um so yeah, there we go. Um and then they get to the the actual event mm-hmm. of which I very much like the fact that they were dressed as clowns.
2: Yeah. <laughs> also brilliant that the uh the, the worst uh inmate they possibly have, like the huge terrifying serial killer He's just let out to go to the rodeo. Yes, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah just just out. I mean, not
1: like let out, out, yeah. let out, let out, help him out at the rodeo. Yeah, but
0: there's yeah. no guards around them that
1: often, is there? You no. see them every now and
0: again. They're just but... off as a decade.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we also haven't really mentioned Rory. Um, uh, the one that wears the stetson. No, that's Jesus, their friend
2: is R- Rory's the effeminate yes yeah. R- oh I thought that was Jesus and uh, I got mixed up no Jesus right. is the, uh, uh, the, like, me- the the clearly the, the Mexican, Mexican yeah, yeah. You know. it makes sense and, now you say oh, and,
1: well. and Rory is the the gay one yeah who's yeah it's, um, I
2: don't know if it's ever explicitly said he's gay he's just he's that sort of classic 80s effeminate oh yeah indeed prison prisoner yeah prison prisoner <laughs> prison prisoner <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: the one who's wearing the he's, he's <coughs> like in drag at the end yeah, but,
2: you know, soldiers go in drag. True. In the Second World War. It's, yeah, yeah.
1: It doesn't mean they're gay. It just means they're, they're staff for people to wear mean, dresses. Yep. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, but then it comes to my question of how do they know the layout of the rodeo venue? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, I put... That plan is very convoluted for them to get out. They could have made that so much easier. Yeah, and
1: again, this goes back to what you were saying as yeah. well. Is like, it's just so long as well. Just
0: do the same thing for each yeah. of them.
1: We, we've skipped past the uh, incredibly important
2: subplot where we yeah. first meet the hot... Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, I was cousin that. of the lawyer. Oh, sorry, that, yeah, yeah. That and we finally meet the, we finally falls meet the instantly in love with yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Um, I did put, Who why would? does the pretty cousin mention she was going to work at a strip joint part-time? Because it's literally just a line she throws in at the end of the scene. Yeah, yeah.
0: and then my note after that would have been, boobs.
2: Yes, oh, we the, boobs strip the strip joint. joint yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because obviously... We see yeah. lots of boobs. Again, lots of lingering shots that could have probably been cut. No, <laughs> not
0: necessarily in this scene, I don't think.
2: Sidney they just like just hold that shut. Hold <laughs> keep the shot keep going
0: keep oh, going, going.
1: A, we're going to need another day's shoot here we yeah. have quite gold coverage we need we need more boobs <laughs> yeah um, yeah because she goes to the strip club because she's looking for the tattoo yeah they know about mm. the tattoo so she's looking for everyone every man's hand yeah because there's that little girl who says little girl that, that, that wants notes the tattoo yeah
2: What's, what, what makes the jump for her to go looking at a strip joint though? I can't remember no nah, no idea I, can't I feel like she just feels like that's a good
0: place to yeah. like go <laughs> she just likes boobs fair yeah.
2: enough, fair enough. Uh, the rodeo we meet the other African American inmate called Blade I believe mm. who appears uh, to have a prototype Lego man haircut yes
1: he does he's actually back at the main prison isn't he um, he's the other guy that you can yeah. get things from right. so Jack Graham get played by Mike from uh, Breaking Bad is one, one of them. Yeah. He's the maid, He's one of the guys. But the other guy is Blade, who you can get you up. He also stuff. knows, it turns out he knows a lot about rodeo as well. Yeah, well, it's a
2: big rodeo prison. Yeah. yeah. You play
1: know night you night have, rodeos. like,
2: university towns? Yeah. It's like, this is a rodeo prison. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he
1: knows a lot about rodeo too. Um, the only people that don't rodeo know... Rodeo <laughs> They play a lot of alternative <laughs> music, I think, don't they? <laughs> but the only people that don't know much about rodeo are seemingly the, the guy that's going to be riding the rodeo and his main... Best friend who's going to be his right-hand man mm. at the Rodeo. They're the two that don't know about Rodeo. But Rodia, he doesn't need to going. know
2: much about it, because he's naturally talented. Yes,
1: true. I know, oh, yeah, Gene Wilder. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, very much so. <coughs> so, so, yeah,
2: that, no, I just real quick. Blade's hair is
1: incredible. Yeah, it really is. I, it's really hard to tell where it starts and ends. Because mm. it, it goes into the beard as well, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, like, all absolutely. joins perfectly. Yeah. Um, Oops, sorry. No, easy. Ooh. Oh, he's tilting. Um... Yeah, no, absolutely. It's uh, it's uh, quite an incredible feat of uh, of engineering, is there? Mm. <laughs> um, sorry, you seem to have quite a few notes. Go on. No, 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 I'm good. Keep going. Because we're coming to the end. I've just, i kind of more to the, towards the end. Uh, I've put, is it offensive
2: mm. for Richard Pryor to wear clown face, looking back on it now? <laughs> uh, that clown
1: makeup was
0: weird on some, like, on... Um, Rory's face yes that was weird yes it was a bit weird yeah but he had the green wig wig as
1: well yeah made it kind of framed his face yeah it was very odd yeah so
2: at 85 minutes in we get only the second scene in the entire film that doesn't have either Richard Pryor or Gene uh Uh, so the very the only other scene in the film I think without those two main characters in is where you see the bank get robbed by the two guys pretending to be them Mm. yeah and the scene where the lawyer and cousin are driving around in the car. Right,
1: yeah.
2: Uh, is the is the only other You've scene. You've got a strip, oh, club, strip club as well. They're not in that Oh scene. yeah, that's true. Yeah. It just it seems really weird because they are in every single no, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the scenes where they're not in really stand out as oh this could do with maybe some G Waddle or Richard <laughs> Pryor. <laughs> um
1: Yeah, true. Um Yeah, no, oh, that's a very good point.
2: The commentator at the rodeo is having the absolute time of his life. He is. He's yeah, enjoying he it. Also, also Good. giving out way too much information for what each prisoner's in for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the way, um, but
1: I like the way he's, he's 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 managed to write down some kind of humorous way of announcing their their crime. Yeah. As well, and it's just like well they're in for you know it's just a. I was like I'm going to say bank robbery, but I'm going to say it in a more humorous <laughs> manner. It's like they, they guess thought it, they could walk into a bank and walk out with all your money, but, but they really couldn't. And now they're serving 132 years in um, state penitentiary. Fuck yeah. them!
0: Again, this whole rodeo bit seemed a little bit too long in places. Mm. Lots of sort of shots of them riding bulls and stuff. That yeah, yeah. But I suppose that's what what is leading up to. So. Yeah,
1: indeed. And then we have the the moment at the end when obviously Gene Wilder chats with the the opposition rodeo guy about getting the money and about the Oh in the the
2: hard money bull event. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: (laughs) Which seems like
2: the most insane thing on paper, doesn't
1: it? Yeah, Yeah indeed. And I like the fact they tried to get stunt people that looked as much like yeah. them as possible. not quite. As well. Not it's quite. Like, it's uh, quite clearly not Gene Wilder. Clearly right?
0: Gene Wilder wearing a really bad wig. <laughs> well not him as the stunt person no, it's wearing just like someone.
1: Really yeah, wig. just who's like a completely yeah. different build to yeah. him and everything. You know? yeah. There's
2: also a bit where when the other guy from the other prison eventually grabs the money yeah, off yeah. the ball and it cuts to a close up of him yeah. grabbing it from off camera. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's done with like back projection.
0: I think you might be right.
2: Because all of a sudden, the back looks really shaky. Yeah, like yeah. it's not oh, actually really? there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, so I'm guessing maybe they shot that separately it. also yeah. he grabs
1: right so he grabs the money with the ball hot on his heels yeah and yeah. the ball disappears um, and then he just suddenly gets the money and he's like yeah I got the money and the, yeah, ball's, and the ball's, ball's gone, gone. Yeah. yeah the ball's just ball's, it's almost like he's took the money off and the ball, the and ball, the ball just ball the power gone. just <laughs> yeah, the power just drained for the ball ah poor again <laughs> 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 better go back to my pen. the ball, ball just
2: walks off on its own bloody
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking money oh, Jesus.
2: Uh, the hot cousin pulls off the most insane emergency stop in her car. Yeah, that manages to total cars in both lanes around her. Yeah. Oh, this is
1: it because? Yeah, because they've managed to escape, and she noticed. She sees the yeah. driving yeah. In the other she way. She sees
2: Gene Wilder's head poking between a curtain yeah. in the back of a car. It the stu- like,
1: which to, is weird because it's actually the stuntman's head. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> she was like, "Well, it kind of looks like Gene Wilder, but well, some
0: know. random man wearing a wig."
1: <laughs> yeah, she, instead of pulling a U turn and going after them, she yeah. pulls an e brake
2: stop. Yeah. Takes 90 degrees bang, bang, bang. and both lanes of traffic coming yeah, to, yeah. like, yeah. crashing into us.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that's not how being found innocent works either. You don't escape from prison, get yeah. told you're innocent, yeah. and then can and then just you, go you, you, on your merry you're... way.
1: But plus also the fact that they're not innocent anymore. They've broken two <laughs> criminals out of prison. Yeah. Yeah so they're, yeah, they're, they're now they're actually, accomplices they're now broken out of prison themselves Broke which out is prison also of, a, a yeah, criminal offence yeah. but also not only the, because they've broken out a, a bank robber in yeah. Jesus and also a murderer yeah. in Rory yeah. um so I that, think the lawyer should be a little bit more worried that his hot
2: cousin just jumps in the car and drives off into the sunset yeah, yeah, with
0: us. They leave Grossberger behind as well.
1: But yeah, but he is the worst serial killer. Yeah, but, yeah. And there's <laughs> no way he was rolling yeah, under that. It was, was kind of like, mm, they, I suppose they, they maybe left, maybe they were like, we probably should leave him in prison because we have described him as the worst <laughs> serial oh, killer. Look, did and,
2: you guys not watch the extended cut? There's a bit where it cuts back uh, after the credits to the rodeo and Grossberg has just sat there drenched in the blood of everyone <laughs> left behind. It's fine, he gets away as well. Yeah, <laughs> He
0: rides away on the bull, doesn't he?
2: Yeah, he's wearing Dickhead Cop's face as a uh, mask
1: <laughs> as he drives away. No, the bull's riding him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so they had to leave him behind,
0: and then they drive away into the sunset. Into the
1: sunset, into wacky, adventure. wacky
2: yeah. adventure. definitely had a three-way that night, right? They well, both just got out of prison. If
1: they had the uh, the whatever the African um, oh, uh, it was good.
2: It was called
1: African Gunji sixty-five strain. Then they would definitely be having a three. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Here we go, Here we go, and that pretty much gets us. What well, that does get us to the end of the film.
2: It definitely felt like a series of skits strung together yes. with the yes. thinnest of plots. Not that that's necessarily a complaint. That's not no. necessarily a bad thing when you've got two lead actors as
1: charming as, as they yeah, are. Yeah, absolutely.
2: But when you when you go back through it like we just have, the plot is threadbare and yeah. full of holes. Yeah, it? yeah, indeed, yeah. yeah, absolutely. You could drive a 1970s popcorn cart through some <laughs> of those plot holes. <laughs>
1: Yep. So, um so yeah, that brings us to the end of. The film. What do we do next? Do we just go straight into the? We normally we have a break. Have a Score it, right. or do we have an ad break like now. We come we'll back, no, we come come back to scores, ad scores. Yeah. and then so we'll we'll do that then. Okay, lovely. Mm-hmm. Um That brings us to the end of that. We're going to have an ad break right now, and then we'll give us the scores uh, in a few moments' time. So, uh Steve, please play us into the ads. Oh, hello.
2: You've caught me here sitting by the fire and enjoying a glass of fine resin dice. Exquisite dice like these, and many other handcrafted resin items, can be purchased at Joby Resins on Etsy.com. Follow Joby Resins on Instagram for more information. What other items, you ask? I couldn't possibly tell you, for I have no internet here at my remote Arctic cabin. It's just me, the fire, and my hundreds of thousands of fine resin dice.
1: Well, there we go. That uh, brings us to the section of the show, which I like to call The Scores. Okie dokie. Right. Um, We're going to go around the table now um, and say, Steve, what would you score this film out of ten?
0: Hmm. He looks at the
1: board. He assesses the board. Nah,
0: I am not going to look at a board today. Well,
1: um, so you, I mean, you go deep, rising. Okay, so, so I, yeah,
0: um, I don't know. I struggled with it. I said this off air um, earlier. I wasn't in the mood to watch a film when I watched this film, to which Andy disagreed with me um, and it shot me down. But um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I started to watch this film last week, and I really, really enjoyed the start, and then. I found the middle a little bit slow and I really liked the end. Okay. Um so I don't know. I I agree with Andy it could have been tightened up in places. I found it funny. I found the two leads very funny. I found the story very like you just said, very Fredbear and like quite rambling in places. It's like it it was only after we went over it again there that some of the things
3: kind of started you, you to make
0: sense. Make sense. Yeah. It's like, oh, and I don't know if that's because we were making notes or I wasn't in the mood, I wasn't paying attention enough. Um, but it was fine. It, it was a commendable film. I enjoyed it. Um, but I don't think it's one I would rush to watch again um, just yet. But I would like to watch some of their other pairing films. Mm. Um, so it's, it's done that. I think it's become a bit of a gateway for me now. I'd, I'd like to go and watch another Richard Pryor um and uh, Gene Wilder Wilder film. Yeah. um, And see what else they've done, and see how it comes on from this one. Um, I'm going to go straight down the middle on this one, I think. I'm going to give it a five.
1: Okay. A five from Steve. Andy.
2: I think my problem is, I want to like this film more than I actually liked it. Mm,
0: That was part of my... Yeah.
2: Because I really liked it. Mm. Like I say, Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder, I just charming as all hell and mm. just so much fun to watch on screen but that the,
0: there's not much to it
2: the lack of the yeah the lack of plot and things like that just really did start to grate after a while um, but I di- again I did really enjoy it I don't think I'll ever go back and watch it again
3: mm-hmm.
2: I would de- I, there were definitely other Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor films I would watch repeatedly over this yeah um, but I did really enjoy it and I am glad that I spent the hour and 45 minutes watching it. And I think it's better than average, so I'm going to give it higher than five. Mm-hmm. Question is, am I going to give it six, or am I going to give it seven?
1: Uh, that, that, that really is the question. I'm
2: going to give it a seven. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a seven. Cool. But I don't think I'll ever watch it again. Right. Very good. So um, a seven minus. Seven. <laughs>
1: so a five and a seven. Um, I So I would class this film as a standalone film without Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder as like a, an above average film. So therefore automatically makes it like a six out of ten for me. <clears throat> but then you, uh, for me, adding Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder has got to automatically add a couple of points on it for me I've got a, I've got a real soft spot nostalgic soft spot from watching this film years ago and, and finding it um, maybe finding it more hilarious when I was younger um, but there's still bits through this that I really I've just really enjoyed um, I um, it's like it is and watching it all these years later you realise how it's like I say it's kind of like a strong star mm. then it's kind of an okay middle and then it's just it's just at the end. It's just like well, let's just let's finish this. this right, right you know, wind this up because getting into the rodeo is just like, um, yeah, they they're going to escape. It's, yeah. it's all fine. Let's just get them out. Um, so yeah, so um, I think I'm going to say seven as well. Maybe it's See, what, it's, it's, it's kind of like an average film above maybe like a six, but then just. Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor has got to add at least a point on it. See, I
2: think uh, to me, Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor are doing all the heavy lifting. Yeah. If this didn't, if this was any other pair of actors in it, I think this would this be below like average. Or a three, yeah. maybe, no, may be. yeah. yeah. I, this is all them. As yeah. it should be, because it's a vehicle. For yeah, them. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah um, so but yeah,
1: yeah. But yeah, but them being in it generally. Oh yeah, yeah Makes yeah. it
0: hmm.
1: makes it so. so I'm, I'm going to say seven. Say a seven as well. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Sure. Cool. Um so that brings us to our next section, the Hat of Wonder. We are going to pick out the um the film uh for the for the, the next episode. Here is the Hat of Wonder. Hat of Wonder.
0: Hat of Wonder. Hat of en Hat of Mystery Mystery of genres. Genres. Of, of wonder. Hat of wonder. Please wait. Wonder. Hat of tolerance. Tolerance. Hovercraft crashes.
1: Okay, that's the uh, Hat of Wonder <laughs> right there. And so is your episode next? Yes. Steve's episode next. We're bound um, to four films to choose from. Yeah. Into... <laughs> Into late November. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one. Uh, here we are. He has one. Ha- how many's left? Three after this, so this will be number four. So, oh, we'll have to have a chat about this after.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, a film from 1985. This is Cuma-tay. Jim Carter, directed Cuma-tay. by Robert
2: Klaus. I don't know this film at all. Gentleman in two weeks' time, we'll be entering the
1: Koopa
0: <laughs> I have no idea about this film I have whatsoever. No Jim idea Carter.
1: Koopa. Okay. Right, Kuma-tay. so we are going to. Kuma-tay. We are going Kuma-tay. to. Kuma-tay. <laughs> Fucking hell. Kuma-tay. Right, we're going to watch the trailer. See you in a minute. Combine the power of gymnastics with the force of karate, and an all new martial art is born. Oh. Jim Carter. Kurt Thomas three-time world gymnastics champion takes on a secret mission for the United States government. His only weapon, Jim Cutter, and that's all he needs. Jim Cutter.
0: Starts
3: Friday at a theater near you. Check local listings.
1: So, interestingly, we've, yeah. we we went into that with Andy chanting "Kuma ta,
2: kuma ta, kuma" ta. And then we this film discovered (laughs) whilst watching
1: the trailer that (laughs) it's not this film. It's not this film. In (laughs) my defence, I got
2: this mixed up with Bloodsport because both films have an identical plot and an identical looking lead character.
0: Yes. So, Andy, yeah, have you seen this film?
2: No. (laughs) Do you know anything about this film? Apparently, I've seen Bloodsport and somehow got it mixed up with Jim Carter. Uh, no, I know as much about this film as you guys did, which is it has a fucking
1: baller trailer. You know what I love about <laughs> this whole situation, though, is that this is an incredibly Andy thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, not this, to double-check. No, yet, to get, but hat. to get so excited about yeah. a, 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 a one film and yeah. then realise that actually that's not what we're We're still excited.
2: In. You should feel my nipples. I mean... That, that, that trailer looked incredible.
0: That dude has got the best mullet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, fantastic.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and and happens to be able to fight people because they're a gymnastics equipment. Just randomly Yeah, be, yeah. Just, it's just got randomly placed.
2: You could ever want pommel horses, Chinese women with switchblades, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, one man being sent in to what it looks like, secure a land deal for a fancy new hotel. Yeah. <laughs> a, man, um,
1: a man giving a speech next to an eagle. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Lots of people with bows and arrows yes. firing at a tree. Yeah.
2: A comedic amount of uh, over-the-top punching and kicking sound effects. Yes. Yep. Where it sounded a bit like he was using a machine gun at one point when he was just like face kicking a bunch of yeah meat. yeah indeed but also <laughs> seems to be
1: a lot of slow motion fighting as well yes. oh
2: sadly though distinct like akuma day yeah or blood sport the yeah. movie yeah.
1: um so yeah so that's what we've got next we've got jim carter oh i should look up oh i should look up where you can watch this did you say you can watch it on the youtube i've got
2: a feeling when i searched on youtube one of the uh the self-completing searches was full jim carter
1: oh that
0: bodes perfectly well for us yeah. I mean,
2: again, we all watched the same trailer. This film looks fucking great. We're yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, I got to think, this how, is going to be like 80 minutes. Almost. How
0: long is this film? Know, is my next thing I was going to I'm ask. I'm sure
1: it's only going to be about 80 minutes. Uh, it's going to be 80 you minutes reckon, too long. You reckon? It's going to be it's a to two, be, two hour long film. It's only going to be 80 minutes, is it? <laughs> two hours oh, long. Yeah, this is when we find out this is, just, this is, this is, not, this is not going to end well. 1985, this film was made. Correct. Uh, and you can't watch it anywhere. One hour, 30
2: minutes.
3: Oh. It is a hard
2: 18 over here. It's R-rated in America. It's an 18? It's an 18 over here. I wonder wow. if I can... I wonder, I wonder if MDB will it tell me why it's, why it's an, an 18.
0: I'd like to know.
1: Is it just lots of boobs? Uh, is it oh, like yeah. full-on... like Full-on full penetration? On. <laughs> full porn?
0: There's
2: a bit where he bangs a chick on a pobble horse. <laughs> <laughs> um... Sure, there used to be a section on IMDb where it'd tell you. Yeah, it used to.
1: This it film features boobs. Yeah, over the overly gory gymnastics <laughs>
0: <laughs> with penetration.
1: Yeah, full on penetration. Mm. Um, okay, so th- that is our next film is Jim Carter. If you can watch it somewhere, then maybe you should watch it. Nineteen eighty-five, Jim Carter, not to be confused with Bloodsport. <laughs> Who would do such a thing? Uh, so, <laughs> if you can watch it, then please do watch it and then you'll understand what we're talking about in our next, in our next episode. Yeah. Um, otherwise you will have no idea what we're talking about.
2: Uh, so we have mild sex and nudity in it. A man oh. is seen wearing a white gown. When he turns around, the backside of the gown is torn off and his rear end and bare buttocks are seen. Scandalous! 18. A woman, a woman massages a shirtless man's back whilst he's lying down on the couch. He flips over, grabs her and kisses her. 18. And also miscellaneous kissing. 18. 18. Severe violence and gore.
0: Eighteen.
2: 18. Uh, apparently there's a lot of blood in this from the looks of it. Uh, mild profanity. No F-words, just uses of damn, shit, bastard and hell. God's in one name, sentence. God's name is used as profanity once. Eighteen. Uh, 18. Mild alcohol, drugs and smoking. Seventeen. Uh, there, is, there is visual drinking and partying.
1: Twenty-two. <laughs>
2: And moderate, frightening and intense scenes with intense bloody images. <laughs> I don't see anything in there that would cl- classify it as an 18. Back then it probably would have. Yeah, yeah,
0: indeed. Yeah. It's, now the it'll massage. Be a, it's the
1: massaging a, the shirtless man. It'd
0: be a 12A now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: I'm looking forward to this. Well, yeah,
1: yeah indeed. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. I hope... I Good. hope uh, our listeners get to listen to, to get to watch this film and, and enjoy it with us.
0: Cool mud. Um, cool <laughs> mud. <my day. laughs> yeah. Or that cool or watch, try and
1: watch Bloodsport and maybe just pretend we we're mean, talking we about the same watch thing. watch Bloodsport instead? No, 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 no it's come no, out of the hat. No, the no, no, it wasn't. No. The, the hat that's... has decided. <laughs> no. you Bloodsport was clearly was supposed to be You,
0: you want us hat. to watch Bloodsport, that has to go in the next yeah, hat. Yeah, next year's hat. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. And
1: then we can all go Kumate. Kum maybe Kum there'll
0: ma-tay. be
2: Kumate in twenty twenty three. We will
0: see.
1: Yeah, maybe. Who knows? It's cool. Alright, so um I think that wraps up this episode. Uh you both uh, want to add anything into this last minute speech? No. No? Good, Stephen? Richard, Stephen, anything
0: Uh, you'd like to say? No, I don't think so. Thanks for listening, listeners. Thanks for listening. Do we want
2: to plug real quick something that's going to be coming Uh... up on the main feed in our off weeks between shows?
0: Uh, Oh, features a submarine.
1: Oh, yes, maybe so. Our Beatles tribute to the yellow submarine. Um, Yeah, very quick. um, uh, So um, there is a film now being released on the Flixnet. Documentary. Documentary film. Netflix. Netflix. So, sorry, I was doing this all wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> called the submarine... The little um, submarine that could... Yeah, the submarine murder case. The deep,
0: like deep. Deep, the death, deep, death, deep, death. Death, 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 of, death of, the of the deep. deep. What, what is it actually called? I don't I think remember. it's called
1: something like the deep. Yeah. Right. The murder submarine. Murder case. submarine. Yeah. Um, or the submarine We all case. live on a murder submarine. Yes. Um, so... Uh, It's a documentary film about a guy called Peter Marsden and the disappearance of Kim Wall, the journalist, who uh, boarded his submarine and was never seen again, kind of. Mm. Um, So, uh, it's never seen alive again, maybe, I should say. So, this documentary is on Netflix. This story has specific resonance with us three because years ago, during the actual case... We were talking about it a lot on a previous show that we did. There was also a, another um, document- not documentary, not documentary—a drama series, a Scandinavian drama series, very good Scandinavian drama series called "Beneath the Surface." Beneath the surface, surface, um, which um, which we did. Basically, we did this. Uh, It's the prototype for [Sing] for this show. show. Mm -hmm. We we watched an episode and then we discussed it afterwards. So we have, uh, I believe, six episodes of that Mm -hmm. um, that we will be releasing, -releasing re-releasing, onto this um, podcast, onto this feed. And then at the end of that, we will be watching the documentary uh, and we will um, be discussing that film. So, yeah, so over the next few weeks... Please keep an ear out and an eye out for us re-releasing the Beneath the Surface episodes. We will release them, I suppose, kind of, I don't know, we'll we'll discuss that properly. But they were going to be alternate Tuesdays. Alternate Tuesdays. Tuesdays.
2: So six episodes from the archive as it were. Yep. And then one brand new, steaming, fresh seventh episode. Maybe with a special guest on. Maybe, Maybe with a
1: special guest on, which would be very nice, um, and it would be a nice little thing for us because this is a case that we know so well, mm. yeah, um, a little too well, um, from discussing it at the time, and so when the series came out, we decided it was a good thing for us to watch that series and, and chat about it, which we did, and we will now be releasing once again on this feed, but then this time finishing up with a chat about the um, a chat about the film, the documentary film. Um, that is out now on Netflix. So um, you can t- pl- please go and watch the series "Beneath the Surface," an excellent this is series. It's probably still on iPlayer. It used, it was on iPlayer. It yeah. quite possibly is still there. "Beneath the Surface," Scandinavian series. I think
2: it was on Netflix as well at one point. Maybe I'm not sure.
1: Possibly, I'm not sure. It, it could be somewhere around mm. the world, and then. But the, the documentary film is definitely on Netflix right now. Um, so yeah so um so watch watch those and and listen to us chat about those in the off weeks
0: i think it's called into the deep I could be into wrong. the deep you may be i you may think be right.
1: it's called into the deep i, I didn't know, no tell you one thing i cannot spell beneath the surface the word beneath <laughs> just completely uh, <laughs> passed me by there um did it go beneath you yeah, you're beneath me, Steve. Yep.
2: Oh dear, let's wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: sorry, I, I, so I'm not sure exactly where you can um, where you can watch it, um, but it, um, it, you can watch it somewhere. Maybe maybe it's available on the iPlayer or Netflix or some such. But uh, beneath the surface, if you can see it, that's a, it's a great series, and we will be watching, uh, releasing an episode each week where we discuss um, uh, the, the the series itself.
2: Okay, okay,
1: okay. Okay. Anything else you would like to add before we run rain that rain it up? Nope, no. I
2: think that's me drained.
1: That's you drained. So thank you very much, every single one of you, for listening. Uh, we love uh, the uh, love the pleasure of your company uh, and you listening in. But uh, so thanks very much. Uh, join us in a couple of weeks' time for Jim Carter, um, but also join us very soon for uh, an episode of Beneath the Surface. Keep an eye out for that. So. <laughs> Kuma-tay. So until Kuma-tay. next time Kuma-tay. It's from Steve Good evening And it's from Andy Kuma-tay.
2: Welcome to the Kumate, <laughs> <laughs>
1: And from me it's fare thee well to Rafa. now, speak to you next time You've been listening to I Like Movies With Andy McLean, Steve Pye and Rich Marsh Find us on Facebook and Instagram And email us at ilmpodcast at outlook.com